Christian men rejoice with heart and soul and voice. Give me heed to what we say. Jesus Christ is born today. Ox and lamb before him bow, and he is in the manger now. Christ is born today. Christ is born Christian men rejoice with heart and soul and voice. Now ye hear of endless bliss. Jesus Christ was born for this. He has opened heaven's door and man is blessed forevermore. Christ was born for this. Christ was born for this. Welcome, welcome. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Look at you guys, the faithful who come to church on Christmas morning. I'm so delighted to see you here. We welcome you in the name of Jesus Christ this morning and every morning. As uh, Mark said, Shalom Aleichem. Peace be with you. Let, I'm going to introduce Jenny to come forward that she might give you a few announcements and things that are going on in the life of our church. I am Jenny Jones, and I am a staff member here known as the fix-it-all go-to person. Pastor Cheryl wrote this. I didn't. <laughs> I can find the lost, fix the broken, and take care of most of your church office needs. What I love about being a United Methodist at Holotus Hills United Methodist Church is that I get to be with you all and share the love of Christ here. I hope that you feel welcomed in worship today. Let me tell you a few things that are happening here. If you are a first-time guest, please let us know by filling out the blue card found in the pew pockets. You can return them by placing them in the offering plates as they go by. We also have yellow cards if you have any prayer requests, although prayer team will not be meeting this Monday. 
the church office will be closed December 26th through January 2nd, 2023, so that the staff may rest a bit and celebrate with their families. We will see you next year. Jesse Spina, our Director of Christian Education, will share some of her announcements. Good morning. Merry Christmas, everyone. I think we were the last people to pull in the parking lot this morning, and I, I, that was weird. But I'm glad everybody is here and you all beat me to church. The only announcement we have today is that there is nursery care, but I don't see any littles. So if you decide you want to go play with nursery-age toys, it's in the middle building over there, and Miss Ware is waiting to hang out with you. Merry Christmas. This morning's scripture reading comes from Hebrews chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. Long ago, God spoke to our ancestors in many and various ways by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by a son, whom he appointed heir of all things, through whom he also created the worlds. He is the reflection of God's glory and the exact imprint of God's very being, and he sustains all things by his powerful word. When he has made purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high, having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. The word of the Lord. Will you please pray with me? Lord Jesus Christ, thou Son of the Most High, Prince of Peace, be born again into our world. Wherever there is war in this world, wherever there is pain, wherever there is loneliness, wherever there is no hope, come, thou long-expected one, with healing in thy wings. Holy child, whom the shepherds and the kings and the dumb beasts adored, be born again. Wherever there is boredom, wherever there is fear of failure, wherever there is temptation too strong to resist, wherever there is bitterness of heart, come, thou blessed one, with healing in thy wings. Savior, be born in each of us as we raise our faces to thy face, not knowing fully who we are or who thou art, knowing only that thy love is beyond our knowing and that no other has the power to make us whole. Come, Lord Jesus, to each who longs for thee, even though we have forgotten thy name. Come quickly. Amen. At this time, we'd like to invite the kiddos forward. Christmas is finally here. Was it everything you hoped it would be? Yeah. Did you get all the presents? You haven't opened them yet? You're still in the middle of the Christmas like excitement and stuff. We had to get up extra early so we could open ours before we came in. You know what I felt, though, as a kid sometimes? There were years where Christmas was like everything I thought it would be and even more, right? It was just so exciting, and there were so many surprises under the tree that I didn't expect, and it was just awesome. Lots of family time and friends. But then there were some years where there was maybe something I really wanted, or maybe there was something I missed out on, one of those traditions that we talked about last night at the family service that I missed out on, and it just didn't feel like Christmas. And so after the 25th came and passed, it kind of felt like the whole season, all of that excitement, anticipation, and all of that stuff that led up to it, kind of was just a letdown, right? We build it for so long. We're at Christmas season starts now, and it seems like October, and we're pulling out Christmas decorations before you see them in the stores before um, Halloween stuff even hits, right? There's so much buildup. And sometimes after Christmas has come and gone, it can feel like, that was it? We're done? Is it, is it it's done already? Because we wait for it to come for so long, right? 
And that's the problem when we're focusing on the material things of Christmas, isn't it? When we're focusing on the things that we get to do or the things that we get during Christmas instead of on what Christmas is actually about, right? We talked last night at the 5 o'clock service and at the 7 o'clock service about Jesus' life wasn't just about his birth. The birth is a, is a beginning of the story of Christ, but it's not the whole story, right? And if we want to have that Christmas spirit, the kindness, the joy, the love, the hope, all of those things, the peace, especially the peace, if we want to have those all year, it's up to us to follow Jesus all year and his entire life, not just his birth. And we can take those things with us after the Christmas season and hold on to that feeling and spread the love and kindness of God everywhere we go. Does that sound good to you guys? So those years when we're focused on the material things and we feel like it's a letdown, we need to remind ourselves that there is no letdown in Jesus. He's always with you and he always loves you and you can always follow him. Amen? Amen. All right, let's say a prayer. I have a long prayer, so can you guys bow your heads and I will pray and you can pray in your hearts. Is that a, is that a deal? Okay, you ready? Let's bow our heads. Dear God, thank you for the wonderful gift of your one and only son who came into the world to change the world and show us your great love. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, let's go sit down, kiddos. Thank you, Jesse. So good morning, church. I'm Pastor Cheryl Broom, and I am your pastor. So I'm glad you're here always to worship the Lord. And during our prayer times, we pass the microphone around, and we ask people to share their prayer request and their name, <clears throat> excuse me, and the name of anyone that you're praying for. We are going to continue to pray, although we will not meet here Monday night. JB is going to hook us up on email, so your prayers will be uh, prayed for by our teams. So if you have a prayer request, raise your hand. It looks like Susan is going to be our runner today. So we're praying for Fred, who's recovering from pneumonia. Lord, hear our prayers. I have a praise. I believe it is Will and Libby's 60th wedding anniversary, or over, maybe a few years over, I'm not sure, but I know it's right around this time. Will and Libby's 60th wedding anniversary. Lord, hear our praise. Two of our relatives are going to be having prostate surgery for cancer uh, in January, if you can keep in your prayers. Two family members, Lord, hear our prayers. I'd like to say a prayer for my aunt. She fell and broke her hip, and I, I didn't get to go to her house to spend Christmas with her. Lord, hear our prayers. Uh, my name's Jan, and I'm, I don't know my neighbor's grandmother's name, but um, she's 88 and was just diagnosed with um, ovarian cancer. Lord, hear our prayers. I'm Sharon, and I'd uh, like to lift up my son and my brother, who both called me this morning and said they are running fever and have a really bad cold. So anyway, it's Trey and Snuffy. Lord, hear our, hear our prayers. 
like to say a praise for my mom and sister coming down this afternoon for spend Christmas Day with us. Your sister? And mom. And mom, great. Praise for sister and mom coming for a Christmas visit. Lord, hear our praise. My daughter called um, earlier this week and asked if she could have two people added to our prayer list. Uh, one is the mother of my son-in-law's uh, little little brother. He's uh, he he acts as a big brother in the Big Brother program, and his uh, ward, his mother has just been diagnosed with a uh, extremely virulent form of cancer. She's in stage four, so they're very concerned for her. And then also, um, my daughter's friend from high school was just diagnosed also with cancer. So prayers for Kate and Courtney, please. Lord, hear our prayers. I don't ever get to do this, so I'm going to use my time wisely. I'd like to lift up a praise for the work family, Steve, Katie, and Anakin, who let Anakin know today that Steve and Katie have gotten primary custody of him and that he will be returning to the school he prefers of Coons Elementary. It's been a long battle for that family to be together, and God's guided them through that. Um, I also would like to lift up a praise for my grandmother, my kid's great-grandmother, who turned 94 this week, and uh, the long life she's lived. Lord, hear our praise. Yesterday was the second year of my husband's death, and I would, uh, I'm able to stay with my nephew and um, ha have dinner with him, and I didn't have to spend time alone, and of course with this wonderful church family. Lord, hear our praise. I'd like uh, prayers for my good friend Duke and also uh, Walt. Um, they're still working through their cancer issues, but doing very, very well considering. And then another one I'd like to lift up that uh, has happened here recently is Irene uh, from our congregation. She's such a sweet lady. <laughs> Lord, hear our prayers. Um, just uh up uh, all those who are suffering from the cold this week. Lord, hear our prayers. I'd like to lift up uh, Pat in College Station. She's been in and out of the hospital for the uh, last two or three weeks, anyway. Lord, hear our prayers. Well, let's see. I would like to lift before this congregation a friend of my son, Matt who died in a car accident on the 13th of December. And his uh, family, of course, is pretty broken up. He has family in Arp and family in Tyler. The young man's name was Houston. Lord, hear our prayers. And I'd also like to lift a joy, which is for the anniversary of our dear Bob and Carol. 50, how many years? 55 years anniversary. <laughs> Just like yesterday. And that was on uh, December the 17th, 23rd. Lord, hear our praise. <laughs> Any other prayer requests? We'll just take a few moments to go before the Lord in the silence of our own prayers and thoughts, and then we will end with a prayer in the Lord's Prayer together. Let us pray.
Oh, Lord, we pray for joy in our hearts, hope in our God, love to forgive, and peace upon the earth. We pray for our family and friends to know the joy of salvation through Jesus Christ, our Lord. In this we pray as we say together the prayer Jesus taught his disciples, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. We've kind of spoken already this morning a couple of times about how so many people are hurt in the world these days through grief and through pain, and they live in a dark, dark place. So I want you to imagine with me for just a moment that you are in a dark room. The windows are closed, the curtains are drawn, the shutters are shut tight. In the darkness, it's hard to believe that there are lights beyond these drapes. And so you grope and try to feel your way across the floor. You take a step, disoriented and unsure where you're headed. Progress is slow and the journey is painful. Stubbed toes, bruised shins, broken vases. It's hard to walk in a dark place. Harder steel still to walk in a dark world. But many try. And as a result, many are wounded in their efforts, tripping over problems, bumping into one another in the shadows, ramming into the walls. But occasionally, one makes a discovery. Reaching through the blackness, a hand finds a curtain and draws the window latch. Hey, everybody, there's a window over here. And the drapes are pulled back. And what was once dark is now bright. What was once opaque is now clear. Once what was stale is now fresh. And the light, in the light comes a peace, a power, a desire to move closer to the light, and a confidence to step forward. Our timid steps are replaced by a certainty of our walk a certainty to move through the corridors of life, opening one window after another, illuminating. And what a difference. And all it took was one small gesture, opening the curtains and raising the windows. Can you imagine now the light? Christmas reminds us of the one Jesus the Christ, who is the light of the world, who came to take away the darkness that we live in and to be the light. And today, Christmas Day, I'm so glad you're here. On Christmas Day, we celebrate the light found in Christ. Our scripture reading this morning is from John chapter 1, verses 1 through 14. And it is on your, in your pew Bible. I think it's in 1089. Is that right, Jenny? Yes. We switch, me and Jenny, we switched scripture references. 
So if you'll go to 1089 in your pew Bible, you'll find the words from John chapter 1, verse 1 through 14. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John, and he came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light, the true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him, yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God, who were born not of blood or the will of the flesh or the will of man, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory of as of a father's only son, full of grace and truth. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Wow. It's kind of amazing here on Christmas Day in scripture from our lectionary that we follow through the year that baby Jesus is now fully grown Jesus, the light of the world. And it's kind of hard for us to acknowledge that on Christmas, isn't it? By the way, Merry Christmas again. Merry Christmas. Today we celebrate, however, the birth of hope. Not the birth of little baby Jesus, but grown-up Savior Jesus and the light of the world. Jesus the Christ. And we come here today in worship because we are ready for light. We are ready for hope. Yesterday, I felt like all of us who were here we had over 150 people at the 7 o'clock service. Yeah, can I get a hallelujah? Hallelujah. And we had 60 at the 5 o'clock service, 62. Hallelujah. hallelujah. And it's something in us that drives us to come to church on those holy, holy days. Maybe it's because of a tradition. Maybe it's because your family drug you to church. Maybe it is because you have a longing to know hope again. Because we do live in a dark world. And our only light and our only hope is in Jesus the Christ. And so we come. I know you probably came for the beautiful music, and it was amazing. Like today, maybe you came for the bells. You know, a family that rings together does something else together. I don't know what. <laughs> we'll think of a rhyme later, okay? But a beautiful gift you and your family gave us. And some people come for that. I love the bells and the choir and the flute and the piano, but that is not why you're called here today. You are called here today because you need the light. You need the light of Christ. And we are ready. We are ready for the light in this dark, dark world in which we live. We're ready for love and laughter and joy found in Christ through the Holy Spirit. That is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Our prayer team meets here regularly for prayer on Monday nights at 6, and we pray over your concerns, and we 
pray about uh, what's going on in the world. And we have been praying over every single name of people who come to this church when we meet at 6 o'clock. Right, JB? We pray for every single one of you. And for those of you who missed the prayer group last week, I'm really sorry because I've got a story to tell you. Last Monday, Judy Lynn, you want to wave your hand, Judy Lynn? I'm talking about you. She's a longtime member of our church and of the prayer team, and she was here early as often as she is usually early. But this time she was working in the office answering the phones. And so when it was time for Jenny to leave the office, she did not want to leave Judy Lynn here alone. And so she texted me, and she said, Cheryl, I don't want to leave Judy Lynn here alone. Um, should I stay? Should I go? And I said, well, check with Judy Lynn and see if she has had anything to eat. And so she checked with Judy Lynn and texted me back, yes, Judy Lynn says she's had something to eat. Okay, check with Judy Lynn and see if she has her cell phone. So she checked with Judy Lynn and texted back, yes, Judy Lynn has her cell phone. So I said, well, okay, Jenny, I think if she's eaten and she's had her cell phone, she can sit here a little while and wait until me and the other prayer people come. It'll be okay. And Jenny said, whew, thank goodness, I feel better now. And she left. It wasn't too much longer. Maybe around 5 o'clock I got here, and the place was dark, not a light on. And I looked around, the office was locked, and it was dark. And I started towards the sanctuary and looked through the doors, nothing. And about that time, JB came in for prayer time. And I said, JB, I'm a little worried I can't find Judy Lynn. And he said, well, did you look in the sanctuary? I'm like, yeah. So he opened the doors wide and he shouted in, Judy Lynn, Judy Lynn. Nothing. Right? So dark. So we went over to the light panel, flipped all the lights on, and there we found Judy Lynn sitting right here in the front in the dark. I know. We came running in and both of us said, Judy Lynn, what are you doing sitting here in the dark? She said, well, I just felt like I needed to be here in the quiet and pray. So she sat in the dark, and she waited, and she prayed. So that's not the funny part. Here's what happened then. As the prayer team came in, we started talking, and we said, we found Judy Lynn sitting in the dark, waiting and praying. And so then we started to kind of giggle. And then Judy Lynn we asked you, we couldn't stop giggling. We said, so what did you have to eat? And she said, well, I had a donut before I came to church. And we said, <laughs> and we started giggling more and more. The joy of the Lord had us laughing so much. Judy Lynn was giggling. I just sat in the dark and waited and prayed. Well, isn't that what we all do? Sit in the dark and wait and we pray. And we laughed. We laughed about the donut. Bill, there's somebody else that loves donuts just as much as you. <laughs> and even then, we couldn't stop giggling. Sorry for you people who weren't here at the team. They usually are here. At the end of our time together, we were ready to leave. Judy Lynn said, um, could you unlock the office? I think I left my phone in there. <laughs> and we laughed some more. The joy of the Lord is our strength. And I think that is what happens when you're in the spirit. We were so filled with the joy of the Lord, we could not stop laughing. And then later she was leaving with Val Long, and she said, I'm starving. Can we go get dinner? <laughs> Judy Lynn, Judy Lynn, 
Thank you for sharing your joy in the Lord with us, Judy Lynn. See, the work of the Holy Spirit allows each of us to find joy and light and love and laughter in every single circumstance. Even when there could be darkness all around us, we are reminded that Christ is the light of the world. That's what you reminded us of Monday at our prayer team, that Christ is the light of the world. And you can sit and wait in the dark, and it will be okay. Jenny, it'll be okay. It'll be okay. <laughs> we find hope in the Lord and in our Savior, Jesus Christ. The hope and joy of the Lord is what we find at Christmas. And if you are in the Spirit, and if you are in the joy of the Lord, really nothing can rock your world. Joy to the world. Spontaneous joy. Well, it can be a little overwhelming. It's the work of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is a little overwhelming sometimes when you feel that joy. When you're overcome with laughter, it bubbles up out of you. You remember there's some stories in Acts where the first apostles were thought to be drunk because they were so filled with the Holy Spirit. And we sat here and laughed. You would have thought we had drunk a gallon of wine. But we were drunk on the Spirit of the Lord and the joy that God gave us through each other, through our stories, through prayer, through the Holy Spirit. It was pretty amazing. But it can be overwhelming. Joy can be disruptive. Right, Jesse? Joy can be unpredictable. Last Sunday, Jesse had a worship time with the children. If anybody was here and remembers what happened, those kids were out of control. They were all over the place, and the balls were on the ground, and they kept trying to reach them. And Jesse had like eight arms trying to stop and get everybody to stop and do what they were doing. You know, Jessie is known as our children's minister and child wrangler. And she said she had such a hard time getting her message across that it was hard to not get frustrated. And it appeared that these children were so full of sugar, I mean the Holy Spirit, sugar, the wiggles and giggles that we say, we want your wiggles and giggles, even adults. And yet sometimes it's frustrating when the spirit gets a hold of you and you have all those wiggles and giggles. They were literally jumping with joy. When was the last time you jumped with joy? When was the last time that you let the spirit of joy exist so fully in your life you couldn't help but laugh? You couldn't help but be filled with the spirit. And that's what Christmas is for, to give us that joy. There is nothing in the world that can overcome Christ's light. There is nothing in the world that can overcome the joy that God gives us. If you would just allow the Spirit in and let everything else fall away, if you would just move the drapes and open the window and let the light come in, it's already there waiting for us. And that joy is incredible. When you were a child, do you remember the joy of Christmas? Jesse talked a little bit about that sitting here and how it felt to wait and wait and wait. And then, yeah, Noel is like, yeah, I'm still waiting. <laughs> and then you'd open up all the boxes, and as soon as the boxes were empty, something happened to your joy. It's like, well, Mom, I wanted this. Well, Dad, where's that? And we were relying on that stuff for joy. And pretty soon I see kids playing with the boxes instead of the toys that were within. But what we're talking about is the joy that never ends. What we're talking about is the joy that you take from this place and everyone you meet. They want to know what you're on. They want to know if you've been in the communion wine. 
because you are so filled with joy. Let that be what Christ does for you this season of hope. Imagine Jesus' light filling the world with all kinds of joy. And every door and every window is open. And Christ can move into every dark place. If you're in a dark place, imagine finding that window, unlocking it, moving those drapes out the way, and letting the light of Christ in, in your heart, in your life. Let the Holy Spirit surround you and bring you joy. And I pray that today, as much as possible, that you will find joy, even amid the darkness and pain that we will have in the world as we leave this place that we will allow the light of Christ to shine, and that we will be a flashlight, that we will be a light keeper, that we will be a candle in the light that shines and never goes out. Wherever you are, if that light is dim, keep the light of Christ around you. Keep others who contain the light of Christ around you, because joy is contagious, isn't it, Judy Lynn? Joy is contagious when you're filled with the Lord's Spirit. So please feel free to come and join our prayer team. <laughs> we'll meet again in a couple of weeks on Monday, and you will find the joy of the Lord there. And you'll also find a place where we hold you close and dear, that you'll move back into the light of Christ. And you get to spend a little time with Judy Lynn. <laughs> For Jesus Christ, joy to the world, let us forever be grateful. Amen. 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 Your giving empowers ministry within our congregation and in response to the needs of our community. This is the last Sunday of the year, and it is not too late to turn in your 2023 pledge cards. Cards are available in the Welcome Center, and you may place your card in the giving box that's out there as well. Please see your HHUMC bulletin or webpage to see the many ways to give. If you are able to make an end-of-year donation to help this season, please prayerfully consider it. On our website, you can make an online gift or offer a pledge for, the giving, for giving for the new year. Why I give. Um, I give to keep this church going. I want my girls to have a foundation to instill the love and light of Jesus in them and all the kiddos in the children's ministry. I give to be an example for them. This world needs all the disciples that we can make. Holy One, as we celebrate the birth of the Christ child, we seek to honor you with our financial gifts. We know that everything in this world is a gift from you, O oh God. So we humbly return a generous portion of these gifts to you. We pray that these gifts may help the church to change people's lives and to spread your message of salvation. In the name of Jesus, whose very life was given to us as a gift, we pray. Amen.
We are so grateful to God for the gifts that you have given and the gifts that we receive. Let's bless those gifts. Almighty and awesome God, we wish to shine our lives in the light of Christ. And we pray that you might receive the gifts that we give with joy. And that we might be joyful in the giving. And that we might show the world your light and love through these gifts. This we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen? Amen. Amen. And so next, um, if you are willing to join this church, if you're not a member, I can't imagine that you're not because you all are members of Christ's holy family. You could come and join our church during the singing of this, our final hymn, which will be Hark the Herald Angels Sing. I can't wait. Let us sing it together. beautiful song. Thank you for being here in worship today. To the bell choir, the glory ringers, can we give them a hand once more? <laughs> to Sharon and Kathy and the praise team who faithfully come here that they might share their gifts. We are so grateful to God for your work here and your wisdom and for you coming out from your house on this cold winter morning that we might celebrate the birth of Christ and the Christ that's coming again, that we might no longer be in the darkness, but live in the light. Amen? Amen. I'm going to call you to go forth in that light. Just as Paisley took the light of Christ from this candle, we too take the light of Christ in our heart, and we carry it out into the world. Go forth in the power of Christ's love and change the world for him. Amen? Amen. Amen. Amen.